0: hello hello how's it going Good yourself doing just fine man thanks for thanks for having me thanks uh, for no, taking the time no worries at all man you have a nice collection behind you <laughs> yeah
1: thank you now my drums
0: yeah
1: you have something a bit more prettier i guess
0: <laughs> oh i i beg to differ <laughs> those oh, yeah. are really cool guitars what's the silver one right there
1: it was actually, I've got it at an auction. It was a, a Paul Stanley mock guitar.
0: I uh, thought it was, uh, there was some Paul Stanley going on there. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. don't know how legit it was, but
0: yeah. <laughs> well, that's awesome, man. Well, uh, thanks for talking to a drummer. <laughs> oh, no, no, no
1: worries. I've had a few ones. I, I mean, the, the podcast actually turned around to be a bit of everything.
0: Which is oh really yeah that's what I that's what uh my uh publicist was telling me that uh, you do all musicians so I'm honored yeah. to be uh, a part of it.
1: <laughs> yeah no thank you. I mean I grew up with my brother he's a drummer so we grew up t- together so I've always been around drums I I teach beginners oh, drums so I, I really appreciate the drums. <laughs>
0: hey Eddie Van Halen started out playing drums so
1: Exactly. You know. <laughs> <laughs> and he's my favorite so yeah.
0: Right? Yeah. <laughs> I know I see I see an Eddie guitar back there. I see the Frankenstein style.
1: Yeah, got a few there.
0: <laughs> got a couple, yeah, that's awesome, man. <laughs> yeah. Imagine uh, what the history of that band would have been if they would have if Alex would have stayed on guitar and Eddie stayed on drums. Like imagine okay. what would have happened. Who knows? Yeah,
1: I always think that as well.
0: <laughs> yeah, right.
1: <laughs> yeah. Thankfully he had that paper out.
0: <laughs> yeah oh yeah i, I saw that in a little documentary about them yeah. yeah well speaking of van halen I'm, I'm uh we're about to go to on tour in europe with Alter bridge and uh uh wolfie is opening man
1: how awesome is that
0: have you seen him before or, or seen that band yet or
1: i mean i've got the cd and i've seen him on um you know live on videos but and i saw what he did at the taylor hawkins tribute which is just incredible
0: that was really cool wasn't it yeah yeah
1: that was amazing yeah, very
0: cool just, uh, you know, I, I always knew he was such a multifaceted musician. He can play every instrument. You mm. know, I I met him when he was like 17 or something like that, when he was really young. And uh, and I was just and he was just talking about like, I was just like, you know, oh, you, you ever go here or do this? He's like, no, I, I spent all my time in my room just learning songs and learning how to play instruments. So I'm like, man, like that's dedication. And it, it's paid off because oh, now man. his band is crushing it mm. on their debut and uh uh, i mean definitely doesn't hurt to have those van halen genetics but uh (laughs) but i didn't realize how incredible of a singer and songwriter he is you know he's got those incredible skills and i'm just like man all the more reason to just be like fuck you man with all your talent you know (laughs) Uh
1: he's
0: like you know i've always felt the same way about dave grohl like being like one of the most incredible drummers and then another drummer who became a guitar player and singer and songwriter and yeah. you know uh, and uh just like man like seriously stop showing off you know <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah but even his uh drum skills are incredible as well i, hear the, I mean i'm guessing you heard all the album the mammoth
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah 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 absolutely amazing i mean i mean i'm, I'm not I'm, I'm not surprised but i <laughs> was very taken aback by how good it is you know yeah. um you know didn't know what to expect but i'm really excited we we did a short tour with them uh with blackstone cherry and stuntable pilots uh last spring and (laughs) uh but he only played a handful of shows so i'm really excited that he's doing like a a long tour with us you know Um, yeah yeah, good for him and a bright future right there you know (laughs) oh yeah
1: is that in europe where you're doing that tour yeah
0: yeah yeah we're doing europe and then immediately after that we're coming to to down under so yes. i'm really excited i'm really excited to get down to australia because it's going to be summertime yeah. for you exactly. <laughs> i'll be skipping winter we're going to freeze to death in europe for uh for this winter tour and then we're just going to go straight to australia in february and just ah oh, it's going to be amazing
1: oh, that's so cool yeah i mean i always try and get out of melbourne yeah, but, um, when winter comes I'm, I'm off to thailand so
0: <laughs> oh dude oh, that's a place i would love to go to i haven't been there yet that's we were supposed oh, to really? play there once but uh, didn't work out. So I'm, uh, I'm hoping that at some point I can just go. I, I would love to just stop there on the way back from like Japan or something. You know, yeah. spend a week there. That's so yeah. cool that you get to go there. I've, I've heard it's incredible. And my girlfriend does Muay Thai fighting, so she really wants to go over there and kind of experience like the, the, um, you know, the authentic uh, Muay Thai, like where it originated out there. It's really well, fascinating.
1: That's what I do. I actually organize trips, and we go over and do Muay Thai over in Thailand. So no go.
0: way you do Be more thai- oh man well yeah. next time you come to uh if you ever come to nashville we got to take you to Chombury. that's uh that's my girl's gym okay and uh and the guy that owns it is you know from uh Chombury, thailand yeah. and uh and he's and he teaches very um very authentic uh yeah. uh a style of, of fighting you know the, the very traditional style you know oh, which yeah. is it's just incredible it's an art
1: oh it is they're amazing over there i mean just like we try and go once a year i mean before pandemic we we're going once a year um but we're off again in um, uh, december to january for five weeks
0: wow that's cool see i would totally do muay thai but i value my i need my wrists and my fingers and my shoulders and elp like i need all my joints to like not hurt all the time they already do hurt all the time i don't want to add any extra Aggravation to my body that I already give it just from yeah, playing yeah. drums, so
1: <laughs> maybe
0: someday it'd be fun to get into.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's great. I mean, my wife's from Thailand as well, so that helps. So.
0: Oh, perfect. Well, that, that's awesome. I, I think uh, I think you and your wife and me and my girl will become fast friends. and I yes. think that uh, you'll <laughs> all have so much to talk about, and I'll just sit there and just be like, uh huh, yeah. Wow, <laughs> interesting. Yeah, that's cool. Teeps, yeah. Teeps, hooks, jab, cross, yeah, that's that's great, all that good stuff. <laughs> there
1: you go. <laughs> just twirl sticks.
0: <laughs> I, uh, yeah, just twirl sticks. My, my my girl's got a deadly teep. Like she could like, oh, you know, send like a two hundred pound man like up against the brick wall. Bam, you know. <laughs> that's you really got powerful teeth <laughs>
1: yeah, So you have a bag at home as well
0: no we we had a bag like during the pandemic we got a heavy bag off of uh like facebook marketplace and we hung it up on my back uh porch but um but no she much preferred doing pad work yeah yeah. and doing combos and now and she's been sparring for a while too it took she didn't want to do sparring for a while but now she is doing it like pretty regularly Mm. and she's killing it like her like she is just has such an incredible analytical mind like you know well as you know muay thai is more of a, a a it's it's definitely as much of a brain sport oh, yeah. as it is a physical sport. So uh, you know she has she's really smart. So she <laughs> so she's just wicked uh, with remembering combos and dishing them out. Like I I would love for her to go a pro, but uh, but it's it's tough. Like with my schedule and with her work, and you know it, it requires a lot of dedication. A lot That's of uh, I think I think uh, the hardest part that I could imagine being a professional Muay Thai fighter because we know a lot of them through Chambry. Is all the weight cutting and weight, Man. like having to having to like really cut weight, like it's just that just sounds like the hardest part, you know, <laughs> to try yeah. to get in, in the right weight class, you know, to for like yeah. TBAs and things like that. But uh, but uh, one of her best friends is a is a badass fighter, um, and she's done and she she's done it professionally for a while. Mm. Uh, it's just it's it's crazy just seeing the what you see. When you watch fights is like just the fight part, but, you know, just hearing about all the things behind the scenes that you have to do in order to do it professionally, like it just, it's just a lot of work, man. It's crazy. Oh, it is.
1: Because I teach the sparring class at a club here in Melbourne. And oh, that's all, sick. Yeah, always it's a bit like music because you're, you're really building up your repertoire, like you have a, you know, your different combinations. So when it comes to yeah. sparring.
0: My, yeah. my, my bass player tells me, like, dude, you'd be great at it because it's rudiments, like, paradiddle, paradiddle, you
1: know? <laughs> like, you got it. Exactly. Like, oh, I
0: guess it kind of would be like that, I guess.
1: <laughs> I was just going to say, that's the way I think about it. Yeah, you do the, you know, the left, right, left, left, right, right, left. right, right. Right, <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Yeah, that's really cool. Um, but, yeah, so we, we love it over there, so it's, it's great.
0: That's cool, man. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to, didn't mean to go off about... Uh-huh. I, 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 I have a tendency to go off on a lot of different topics. Like, I also have a love for perfumery. As you can tell, these are all uh, fragrance bottles behind me. <laughs> yes. And I have my own uh, YouTube channel where I talk about fragrance. I review fragrance called Dr. Magnificent. Actually, let me let me show you something I just got on my fragrance studio. Ta-da!
1: Hey, there we go.
0: That's one of my uh, catchphrases, stay smelly. <laughs> <laughs> that was like the first like adult purchase I made for my YouTube page besides my subscribe sign, <laughs> which was like oh, four oof. bucks. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, you know, i watched some last night actually
0: oh are you serious yeah yeah, yeah. I watched it in oh situations. my god i'm i'm so sorry <laughs> i was actually before before you called i was just um getting my bottles together i uh when i go when i travel i take my fragrances i put them in these little decants so yeah. i have a couple here i've got like no limits by philip Klein royal oud uh by uh creed i got strong with you oud by uh, Armani, Tobacco Oud Intense by uh, Tom Ford. I've got, I just basically take like my bottles and I transfer them into these little travel sprayers yeah. and that way I can take them with me and I can still like turn other, I, I can't wait to go to Europe and turn all the Alter Bridge guys and all the uh, Mammoth guys onto all these scents. And, you know, I, I, I also try to be kind of a um, a consultant When it comes to like people in the touring world people that i that i interact with all the time just to like try to like you know take bits and pieces of their personality get a background of the stuff that they kind of like and then kind of narrow it down to like their perfect signature scent so i've been having a lot of fun doing that i turned a, a lot of the Lilizar got people onto uh, certain ones. Uh, Lilizar herself loves Angel Share by Killian. I turned on uh, her guitar player to Vodka on the Rocks by Killian. Her sound guy onto uh, Layton by Parfums de Marley. Uh, It's just been a a really fun distraction from from (laughs) how grueling the touring can be, you know? (laughs) I find that fragrance and making fragrance content has kind of become a little bit of a therapy for me, just trying to keep myself balanced and keep myself distracted and busy on tour. Cause uh, I mean, obviously music has been my therapy. Songwriting has been my therapy for forever, like to just to get through everyday life. Um, But even when when you do that long enough, you need another distraction from that sometimes. And and that's where fragrance has kind of (laughs) been bad for me. Cause I find it like music of the nose, you know, I have so much respect for perfumers and how they create them and how they put them together that I just wanted to get on YouTube and like start talking about them and maybe turn on some Hailstorm fans and some people in the rock world and the music world onto this other passion that uh, can kind of be therapeutic too, you know? That's really good. So honestly, it was therapeutic for me during the pandemic when we didn't have any touring uh, because I definitely felt a lot for the music fans, you know, kind of underlining how therapeutic live music can be for them especially.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So could you go past someone, and if they go, you know, have a, a perfume, I go, hey, I know what that is.
0: Um, <laughs> I, uh, I wonder if anyone's actually been able to identify one. I've done that to people. Yeah, yeah. they walk past me, and I'm like, ah, background rouge 540. And they're like, oh, my God. You know? <laughs> I have, like, hundreds of samples, and I've got, like, probably, like, maybe – 200-something bottles of of just, you know, of, of mainstream scents, a very niche and very uh, exclusive sense. So sometimes when I smell something, uh, like uh, the other day, uh, I was uh, hanging out with uh, this one friend of ours. His name is Stryker. And I was like, you're wearing Tobacco Vanille by Tom Ford, aren't you? I can smell the spice, you know? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so a couple times I've been able to identify certain ones, but um, I don't think anyone's been able to identify any that I've worn because um, when I... Like the ones that I personally wear, the ones that I personally gravitate to are the ones that are kind of more off the beaten path. Things like African leather by Memo Paris, that like nobody really knows about, or uh, uh, Grand Soir by Maison Francis Kirchon in that gorgeous bottle. You know, mm-hmm. just like I just I just like more obscure stuff anyway. So um, so uh, a lot of pe- I get a lot of compliments on them, and I think that my passion started from the first years of touring where you're like okay you're in an rv uh Mm -hmm. you're parking at walmart parking lots on the days off and you're doing meet and greets and you really don't know when you're gonna find a shower like if you find a shower you use it because you never know when the next one is gonna you know be available Mm -hmm. um but i felt like it was a good way to kind of like counteract the the uh you know The bus funk, I guess, you know, Uh, just being on tour and not being able to shower is like, okay. well, I I, I just would bring like a nice scent out with me just, you know, just so I wouldn't be offensive. (laughs) But then it kind of turned into an interactive thing. I was like, you know what, like when these fans come to uh, meet us and meet and greets and things like that, which we hopefully we'll bring back very soon, mm. um, you know, we want to dress our best. We want to be engaging. We want to show people our best because we know that they're showing us their best, you know, yeah. when yeah. I meet people, they're showing me their best self. So I also want to smell my best. You know, <laughs> so that's kind of also been another reason why I wanted to bring a nice plethora of scents with me when I travel.
1: Yeah. So I guess all the other bands would love it, too. Like, hey, we have to get Hailstorm, Nice They smell really nice. <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: you know what, if, if, uh, if that helps us get more tours, then I'm glad I can do my part. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I've given fight. a few people headaches, though. I, I have to be careful with some of them. Some of them are very strong. <laughs> so maybe actually, maybe working against us. Maybe, I don't know. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs>
1: yeah. So you're bringing some down next year for the tour?
0: Oh, I'm bringing a ton of them down under. I'm going to bring my summer scents. I've got a couple of them right here in front of me. I'm going to bring Tonka 25 by Leila Bow, which has been a staple of mine. Costa Azora by Tom Ford. This is the private bottle, very exclusive. Oh, and man. that's become like a new favorite. And then, of course, like, I think the King Daddy here is Gentle Fluidity Silver by Maison Francis Kirchon, which is like one of my favorite niche brands. So I will definitely be bringing my nice, fresh, clean summer scents down there to enjoy the warm weather by the ocean and... I just i can't wait to get there i can't wait to eat the food i can't wait to just be immersed in the culture because all y'all are just really nice everyone in australia everyone i've met in australia like is there this everyone's just really friendly i don't know if y'all are just doing that for me or uh if you're like <laughs> that all the time uh but I, i'd like to think that y'all are just really cool chill people down there you know yeah, <laughs> if i yeah, could be so blunt by saying no, no,
1: yeah we try to be which is like no worries, whatever, you know. <laughs>
0: nice. I love it. <laughs> nice, mate. <laughs> Looks
1: yeah, you got it. It's
0: so great. So I'm just I'm excited about every aspect. It's one of those countries where I'm like, well, one of those continents, I should say, where uh, you know, I was like, okay, you know, if it, for some reason it didn't work out with America, eh, I could live there, you know.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's really cool.
0: I love it down there. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's great. Now, I was watching your um, one of the YouTube clips last night from Pennsylvania that, what the tour that did
0: Oh damn.
1: Yeah. I was watching your um, yeah, the drum solo was on there. And you where you bring out those big sticks. Oh yeah. <laughs> Sorry, are you bring those to Melbourne or to to the tour?
0: Oh of course. We can't do a tu- we can't do a show without them. Oh cool. <laughs> They're a staple of the hailstorm show. If we don't do it, then the fans will get pissed. Get upset.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was really good. And your drum solo, I don't know if you've ever seen um you know, Mr. Bean, Rowan Atkinson
0: yes i know what you're talking about
1: you know what i'm talking about where he does that
0: invisible drum kit
1: yeah Yeah.
0: that's what it reminds me of
1: (laughs) but real drums
0: (laughs) i was raised on rowan atkinson i was raised on british humor um you know i was raised on uh uh Uh, what is it? Monty Python, of course, you know, Eddie Izzard, things like that. And of course, Mr. Bean was, uh, you know, Rowan Atkinson is a huge one, but um, we loved Mr. Bean. But when I was a little older, I discovered his one his one man show, Mm. even though it wasn't just him. He had other people involved, but um, his live act was absolutely genius. (laughs) You know, that is just like comedy at its, at its most like idiosyncratic. It's just that I'm, I'll always be a fan of him. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> I can't say the same for the what is it the Johnny Johnny uh, uh, yeah.
1: uh, whatever
0: those movies are <laughs> the yeah, secret the agent yeah yeah uh, I don't know maybe I should give him another chance <laughs>
1: <laughs> no I know what you mean yeah the, the but old serious. school
0: Rowan Atkinson that that was amazing yeah that yeah. stuff is incredible and his little invisible drum kit I was <laughs> I just remember like jaw dropping like this is so genius
1: oh uh, yeah that was that was really cool. Yeah, I'd just love point. to
0: pay tribute to him by doing something like that someday, maybe.
1: <laughs> well, it reminded me of it. Like when you did your solo and you're going around the drums like, hey, is uh, Mr. Bean there?
0: He <laughs> <laughs> actually got up and stood around and ran around the drums. Like maybe yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I'll to add a few more toms for that.
1: Usually <laughs> that little cat on the end. Yeah,
0: yeah. I haven't added one of those to my drum kit yet. I don't think it's very ethical. No, that's right. I love animals too much, <laughs>
1: <laughs> but that is, you guys sounded great that a lot. So I really can't wait to, to see it live. When you
0: come. I'm excited to get back down there. Uh, another factor that I love about playing Australia is just getting to go back to playing uh, venues where we're a little closer to the audience, because we're still mm-hmm. building in Australia in the US where we finally kind of graduated to playing small arenas and amphitheaters with package tours and things like that and big festivals. Um, but it's, it's fun to go to other markets that we're still building in because uh, it kind of takes us back to our old starry-eyed excitement days playing tiny little, I mean, not that we're going to do, we're we're playing really nice rooms now in Australia, which I'm thankful for. But when we started playing in the States, when we first got signed before anyone knew who we were, we were like the opener opener band at these little stanky like tiny little clubs you know and uh, and we were loving every minute of it so um so it always kind of takes us back when we get to play australia new zealand japan or uh south america things like that where we uh where where we, we get to go back and kind of play more intimate venues and get to be a little you know there's there's a magic to that the to being that close to the, especially for me as a drummer because i'm the one kind of far up in the back and i sometimes i'm like oh hello ants like you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but uh but playing uh, you know clubs and theaters like that it's fun to kind of be up close to the to the crowd really feel that energy
1: yeah yeah for sure now yeah, sorry do you have another interview coming through now
0: oh that's okay uh, did, did you get everything you wanted to 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 get for this oh, yeah, yeah, last yeah. minute or
1: no no, 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 just, no just <laughs> it was just time. a fun
0: honestly this was just a fun casual chat thanks for yeah. uh, thanks for the hang this was great
1: no, anytime, you know um whenever you're free let me know i'd love to have you on let's
0: there. do it again absolutely let's set yeah. it up through through my through my peeps man
1: <laughs> no problem i'll be there yeah and I mean, i'll see
0: you in melbourne
1: yeah yeah for sure i'd love to talk to you about the album as well but we can do that next time
0: oh we'll talk about the album we'll talk about what scents i'll be bringing and i'll yeah. I'll, I'll have you i'll have you test some out We'll we'll find your yeah, scent yeah.
1: all right do you have a um, scent <laughs> not really no i've got some uh, we'll find it yeah
0: we'll find it. <laughs> Until then. All right, dude. Well, thanks so much for taking the time, man.
1: Thanks. I'll tell you now. See you in Melbourne.
0: All right, see you in Melbourne. See you later, bud. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.